I'm just kidding. What's going on, everybody? It is Norm coming to you with an episode of Scruffy City Sports. Sorry, I've been listening to a little ASMR lately, and I got carried away there. But goodness gracious, I hope you made it through the first you know minute of the podcast here. We found some dope anime uh, trap beats on a playlist there on Spotify, and you know, of course, some um, just had to listen to it there and share it with you all. How's it going? It is. Uh, December the 18th, I think. We're right around Christmas, about a week or so away from the big day itself. Christmas is upon us. The holidays are here. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate, I hope you're enjoying the holiday season that is. I could not be more excited. It's bowl season. We've got NBA that no one cares about. We've got NFL, bowl games essentially now until the first or second week in January, and I, for one, as as a sports fan, could not be happier about any of that at all. Now, today's podcast is brought to you by Norm, obviously, Scruffy City Sports, the 865, but uh, as far as news, notes, and what we're going to get to today, the only thing I have lined up, we're going to talk about uh, baseball, we're going to talk about UT basketball, uh, and briefly touch on some UT football stuff. I've got a uh, pop culture podcast in the works I think I'm going to do that over the next week or two. I've got some, you know, Norm's give you six, give you all, give them six, whatever I called that from the other day. I've got some shows that I feel like you should watch over the holiday season. I'll share those in another episode, and then we will also do a uh, Clemson Bowl preview. But Norm's quick thoughts on the bowl game is it's just a glorified sprint scrimmage. Uh, it's a glorified spring game, however you want to look at it. And, and some might say, Norm, why are you saying that? You know, it's the, it's the – Orange Bowl, best game UT's been to in a long time. Well, there's no, and and we're just diving into it because I have no outline today. This is just Norm's unapologetic thoughts today. Uh, My thoughts on it are, you know, if we win, that's great. Clemson had opt-outs. If we lose, hey, we got practice with all the new kids that are over there. So essentially it's a lose-lose regardless of how it goes here. I guess the only silver lining, and I'm going to end with this, is we'll get to see next year's offense barring if Joe Milton can throw the ball to those guys. We will see next year's offense. But, hey, listen, I'm here to support Joe Milton and all that he does. I hope he goes out there and sets the world on fire so I can play some take-it-to-the-house music. And, uh, you know, we shall see. But let's just go ahead. Let's. I'm going to I'm gonna rant today. So if you don't want to hear me rant, I would go ahead and just turn the podcast off. But let's do this really quickly. And we're going to talk baseball real quick. When you hear old center field by John Fogarty, that can only mean one thing. Baseball season is close. It is almost upon us. We are about two months away from the first game over there at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, the LNS. Tony Valls will have those kids running. Pitchers and catchers will be reporting about that same time around Valentine's Day. Around Valentine's Day, which is February the 14th, Valentine's Day. I'm sorry, I'm Valls everything, so that's what's Valentine's Day. Uh, is when pitchers and catchers report, but let's just get into it. The news that came out yesterday was Lieutenant Dansby, who will always, always hold a special place in my heart as the Braves' clutch, probably one of the best defensive or shortstops in the major leagues right now. 
decided he wanted to go up to the Windy City. I don't know if that's south side, north side. I think it's south side is the Cubbies. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We did this last year with Freddie Freeman. We've done this before with Jason Hayward. We've done this before with Mark Teixeira. The Braves ain't paying nobody, regardless if they were born in Turner Field, if they were born in Fulton County Stadium, whether they're born in Truist or whatever the name of the park is these days, they ain't going to pay you. It's ridiculous. And to think that the Braves, I, I, every, Freddie's gone. Everybody from the World Series team, I guess, and there's rumors that Max Freed could be on the trading block. I don't know what they're doing. Double A, Alex Anthopoulos, while he did win us a World Series two years ago, and I should be happy for that, and I'm, I'm grateful. It was 95 to 2000 or 2021. 2021 in between World Series runs there. Just don't know what's going on there. I, I get that Dansby Swanson, he turned down, I think it was $100 million the Braves offered him. He countered with 140. They said, no, sir. So he essentially took his walking papers. I'm upset. I really like Dansby Swanson. He he comes up clutch regardless of the situation. When the lights shine the brightest, Dansby Swanson was there. And I'm going to miss him. I, I just don't think Vaughn Grissom is the future. I mean, maybe uh, he did have a hot week, like maybe a month. I think he, he, he set the world on fire last year. But it, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just depressed as far as baseball goes. The Yankees – made a big play for Aaron Judge, which I think is stupid, probably the stupidest contract I've ever seen. It was like 10 years, 8 years. I don't remember the money. It was like $360, $380 million, ridiculous amount of money. He will never, I'm saying it right now, he will never have the season that he had last year again. It's not going to happen. Aaron Judge is going to be 30, I think. I think he turns 30 this season, or 31 maybe. He's an old guy as far as baseball goes. But I don't know. I'm very upset. We've got a long way to go before baseball happens. So it is what it is, I guess. I just don't uh, – I don't know what you're doing to me, Braves. The Bravos will always be my baseball team. But seeing Dansby go, seeing Freddie go last year, it really took a toll on me. It really did. I know I did the Freddie left, Freddie could have stayed, Freddie came back and cried. I I've, I really like Dansby Swanson. He – uh he went over there and he was a Vandy boy, played at Vanderbilt back when I, you know, Tennessee baseball was in the Druthers and wasn't really a baseball program. I, I kept an eye or a nose, ear to the grindstone, nose to the grindstone, whatever the term is there, and he kept up with them and, and really liked watching him play. He's going to be, you know, go up to Chicago and freeze, I guess. I mean, the writing's on the wall. His now wife was fiance Mal, plays for the Chicago women's soccer team whatever they're called. I have no idea. I guess it's the Cubby soccer. So, you know, wishing the best of luck. I hope he does great. I hope he goes up there and sets the world on fire. But I'm very upset that we couldn't get a deal done to get, to secure Dansby Swanson for a few more years. This Braves team's young. A lot to be, you know, is, is out there and determined. But baseball's a long, funny game. You know, the Braves won the World Series with arguably their best player hurt with uh, Ronald Acuna out, or Acuna, however you want to say it. If you know, you know on that one. But anyway, that's all I'm going to say about baseball right now. Wish I've said it several times here. I wish Dan's be the best. I'm very upset that they couldn't get it done. I'm repeating myself, so that's about time to uh, move on, I guess you could say. Let's go over. Let's talk basketball, then we'll do football. And I do have one voicemail, so hang out for that one as, as well. 
we're talking basketball, which is Norm's. I enjoy watching it. I, I don't re- enjoy talking about it because I don't know a lot about it. So we will hit you with the highlights. Men's basketball over there was setting the world on fire until they ran into Arizona last night. The uh, basketball program is 9-2. and two. They were ranked number six until, like I said last night, they ran into Arizona. Did I say Arkansas? <laughs> Who knows? I'm rolling with whatever I said. But last night, like I said, going into this matchup, Tennessee was 9-1. and one. They lost last night to Arizona and the referees. If you were up late enough for that game, it was started at 10.30 or 10.45. Late tip-off out there on the West Coast. Not really a lot to say about this game. I felt like down the stretch, uh, Tennessee was essentially playing the referees. The Arizona was getting a lot of home whistles. I thought, you know, no disclosure, I never really played basketball at any type of level other than in the gym. That was about it. So... I don't know what to say. I will say some some high-level, high-key, bird's-eye-view thoughts. If Triple J, his knee is still bothering him, I don't think he's played in a couple of weeks. And when he did play, he didn't look his greatest back there on some hoopty games during the midweek games. I'm concerned. I, I don't know if, if, if it's time for him to shelf it and come back next year or if they're just really just relying on league play that starts in a few weeks for him or what but I I wish nothing but the best for Triple J if if you've ever heard him speak or anything like that he is just a salt of the earth I I hope he can get his knees worked out I don't think he should have old man knees but just really hope the best for Triple J and this basketball team I, I have no idea my only outlook for basketball is this I would like to see regular season Rick make it past the first weekend of the tournament that's all I want. I would like to get into the Sweet 16. I want to win two games, you know, the first weekend that there is, and then make it out, which has not happened here in quite a while, and I just really wish it was. And speaking of Rick Barnes, I actually got to meet him this week. I won't say where I work, but if, if you know me, you know. Uh, we, we celebrated a birthday here, and we had lots of uh, uh, UT dignitaries, if you'll say that, come by. My man, Tony Valls, came in, and I'll tell you a quick story, so I'm standing there with a, a gaggle of people. There's probably, I don't know, a couple hundred people in this big conference room where I work on the Hill, and we're celebrating a birthday, and, and in comes the man of the hour himself. We're telling him happy birthday, and before, you know, I would say 30 seconds before the man walked in himself, here comes this gorgeous, gorgeous-looking Italian man, and, and I squealed like I was a Swifty and saw Taylor Swift. I don't know, maybe you're a girl and saw Justin Bieber back in the day when all that happened. I don't know how to explain that, but I squealed like a little schoolgirl seeing my crush. And that whole room just turned around and looked at me, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then I had people like, who's that? And I'm like, that's Tony Valls, Tony Vitello. And they're like, who's that? And I'm like, the baseball coach, sexiest man in Knoxville. What else do I need to say about the guy? Just just gorgeous. He had to run into an, an interview with MLB, which I hate, or I would have smoothed up next to him and probably loved on him a little. But I have loved on the man several times, so it's okay. Just being in the same room with that man is just, gosh, that man's got a gorgeous, gorgeous head of hair. Uh, but anyway, I, I got to meet Rick Barnes. Uh, I got to also wave at Tony Vitello. He probably said, gosh, there's that Norm guy that stalks me, which is fine. Uh, I got to, what did I say, Rick Barnes got to smooth up with him a little, got to talk to Danny Watt and uh, Chancellor Donde Plowman. Um, I was also wearing from the Volunteer Club, and I'll give a shout out to them. If you are not a member of the Volunteer Club and support all the athletes over there on the hill at UT, 
what are you doing? You can join for as little as $5 a month. So a cup of Starbucks coffee or a cup of coffee or a cup of Joe or, you know, a two McDoubles and a Coke at McDonald's. Uh, can't even get a, a number one at Chick-fil-A anymore for $5. But whatever you got, $5 a month, 90% of that $5, which I don't know the math, it's going to be more than $4 of your $5. Let's let's just do simple math here and let's say $4.25. Your $5 a month is going to support those athletes over on the Hill. Not sure why you're not doing that. Spire Media, is the end-all be-all for NIL markets. If you don't believe me, go to on3.com. That's O-N, the number three, dot com, and they will tell you all about Spire Media or Spire Group, whatever they're called, uh, and how they're doing great things for athletes over there. They have meet and greets, merchandise, uh, polos, swag. They have an exclusive podcast that comes out once a week. I could not plug their stuff more than I'm plugging right now. You can go give whatever you want. Minimum is $5 or all the way up to, I think they have a membership that's like $1,000 a month. And they even have one crazier than that if you're in that exclusive rich club here in Knoxville. But go over there, give them all the money that you want to so they can support, you know, Zakai Ziegler, Cooper Mays, Brew McCoy, um, Hendon Hooker, Joe Milton, Nico, I'm a believer, Anybody else that they need to support, they are supporting over there. They're doing great, fantastic things. Also, while I'm plugging them, they're having a special event next Wednesday night. Uh, tickets, I believe, are $50. You can go hang out with Josh Hopple and the entire signing class for signing day next Wednesday that are signing for UT. Big things are happening with them. Norm, why did you plug all that? Well, I'll tell you why I plugged all that, because they have two exclusive polos, one of which is the beer barrel from the Kentucky game. If you don't know the history on the beer barrel, beer barrel, uh, Tennessee and Kentucky and football played for the beer barrel up until the late 90s, uh, and they would hold this big beer barrel, bourbon barrel, whatever you want to call it around. The winner would get to keep it, and so to so on and so on. If you want to know the whereabouts of said beer barrel now, I believe it's at Saloon 16, which is Peyton Manning's bar in Knoxville. Uh, you can see it on the wall. Norm, you're rambling. Anyway, the polo has a bunch of beer barrels on it. It's a beautiful thing. Then they recently came out with one called Tennessee Saturday Night or Dixieland a lot. I'm not sure the official name of it, but it essentially has everything great about that October 15th night when we beat Alabama 52 to 49. It's got the score. It's got victory cigars. It's got a Tennessee Saturday Night sign. It's got implied Vol logo. I don't think they could use that. Beautiful polo. I can't push it enough. Now back to the story. I'm wearing said polo for this interview and I'm standing there with Danny White, who's the athletic director for Tennessee, and Chancellor Plowman, and they are just ooing and aahing over my polo. And I said, well, you know, Mr. White, this is from the Volunteer Club, NIL. And he said, oh, are you a member? I said, yes, I'm a proud member of the NIL Club. I could not support it more. Donde Plowman loved it. It was great fun. The cheerleaders that were there loved it. And you're like, Norm, gosh, they did all this for a birthday? Yes, Yes, they did. We had cheerleaders. We had Smokey. We had Donde Plowman, Danny White, Rick, or Rick Vitello, Tony Vitello, Rick Barnes. We're all in attendance for this birthday party. If you can read the writing on the wall, you're probably figuring out who I'm talking about. But big birthday for a man here that I work for. Special stuff. And it was it was a glorious event. That's all I will say about that. My polo was a big hit. So thank you to the Volunteer Club for pumping out polos. Also, if you stalk them like I do on Instagram, you will see that they've got a basketball polo. It looks like that they'll be releasing soon. So 
If you're looking for any last-minute Christmas presents, I wear a medium in that polo, and I would love, 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 love to get one. My only hope is, and I do know the Volunteer Club follows me and my podcast on Instagram, so if they are listening, we need a baseball polo, and I needed it yesterday. So while I do love football, and I do love basketball, my one true love with sports is baseball. So if we could get a Tony Valls baseball polo, gosh, would I I would buy two of those things and wear them twice in one day. So let's just hope. Let's 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 you know, let's whiteboard this. Everybody's big on whiteboard sessions these days. I'm env- envisioning Tennessee wears those beautiful I like to call them the creamsicle jerseys. It's the cream with the orange lettering. So let's go with a cream polo. Cream is the base color. And then center it around everything baseball. Lindsey Nelson, baseball, bats, Vols. Maybe we can get the Jordan Beck telling the center fielder he's number one. Maybe we could even get Drew Gilbert to do his little cat's meow, one knee thing. I don't know. I mean, he's not here anymore, but why not? Well, let's just do it. Maybe we could get uh, Todd Helton's number, which I think is 14 off the top of my head. Get that put off there. I just really feel like that is a polo volunteer club. You can take my idea run with it and I will still pay for my polo. I don't I won't even sponsor plug it for this. I'm not even getting anything for plugging them for the last five, six minutes that I have. Please go out, be a volunteer club member. You get fun stuff. You get pictures. I've got a hand and hooker autograph they sent me. You get swag, t-shirts, all kinds of stuff when it comes to the volunteer club. And I think it's spectacular. Really do. I've I've talked a couple of my buddies into becoming a member. Anyway that's enough about the volunteer club let's jump over norm you're all over the place we talked about basketball triple j's knees hurt i wish he'd get better santiago vescovi vescovi however you want to say that kid's name does not look like he's in rare form uh he's he's got a shoulder injury let's hope the best for all these guys before sec play starts win lose or draw last night losing by five to arizona a top 10 team that's only going to help you down the road in march when we get there so i'm not really too worried about it battle-tested on the road. We do not see a lot of home-and-home games in basketball anymore. We played all these stupid neutral side fields. And I'm really starting to come on to this podcast. I'm really, really into the life moments here. But anyway, that that in and of itself is all we're going to talk about basketball. So I'm going to find some new, beautiful transition music as I'm talking here, as I'm talking here. All right, let's talk basketball. We've already talked basketball, Norm. We've already talked baseball for a brief few minutes. We talked baseball, basketball. We, we did a huge plug for the Volunteer Club, which is one of my favorite things. Let's just start off today's podcast. We have a voicemail. Let's start that off real quick. Let's see who it is. It looks like let's do this. Here we go. Hey, Norm. This is Clyde from Clinton. Uh, first time, long time. Big fan of the show. Uh, my question is, what do you think about Jalen Hyatt declaring for the NFL and not playing against Clemson? Uh, personally, I think it's a disgrace to leave his teammates high and dry like that. I can't believe he would let us down in our time of need. I mean, Clemson is a top 10 team. He knows we're going to need him. I just, I just feel betrayed, Norm. Uh, first off, he's letting down his teammates. They've had a, a spectacular year. One of the best, in fact, uh, uh, for, for sure in modern times, uh, modern years. Second off, he's, he's letting down his coaches. Uh, you know, 
they have to rethink the whole game plan uh, without their top two or three stars now. I, I can I can imagine the trick plays uh, we'll have to come up with just to stay afloat in this game. Uh, it, you, you just can't sit back on Clemson. Uh, they're still a good team. Uh, secondly, he's letting down the fans. Oh, all of us have stuck with him. They've like, oh, well, this team. They've stuck with this team through the bad years and the bad coaches, and, and that have really just uh, every game rallied in a way I've never seen before. Even at away games, uh, like in Baton Rouge, you could hear the Tennessee fans over the Tiger fans. I, I just can't believe he would make this decision. Uh, I thought he was a VFL, ball for life. Turns out, not so much. You know, uh, he was he was only thirty some odd points away from breaking the single season receiving yards record. Uh, that would have went down in infamy, Norm. But I guess money is just more important. Uh, I hope he chokes on that multi million dollar signing bonus. <sighs> Go balls. Claude, first off, I would <clears throat> want to thank you for your call. Thank you for your support of Scruffy City Sports. And then I'm just going to dive into this really quickly. Clyde, one thing, you forgot that uh, Jalen Hott was a Bolitnikoff winner, the first ever Bolitnikoff winner here for the University of Tennessee. That re- goes to the best offensive wide receiver player in the nation, and that was – Jalen Hyde, he he was fantastic. Now opt outs and going for the going for the draft. I, what am I going to say? Hey, Jalen Hyde, stay here and, and see what happened to Cedric Tillman. Cedric Tillman was lit the world on fire last year, and then he gets taken out by some dirty Akron Akron player at the beginning of the year and was never the same. I mean, it, Cedric Tillman could have lost millions of dollars coming back to play this season. So I cannot fault Jalen Hunt whatsoever for going into the NFL draft. The, he's going to get generational money. I think that the, the highest I've seen him is in the first round. It's top 20 pick in the first round, which is generational money. It's money that I probably will never see in my entire life. I wasn't gifted that God-given talent to be able to run as fast as that kid can. So I can't fault the kid for playing here for three years, setting the world on fire, and his stock is as high as it's ever going to be. He's literally one play, one throw away from having a season-ending or career-ending injury. So I'm not going to be upset and call this guy not a VFL for life when forever in this Vol fan will remember his five touchdown catches against Alabama. You cannot take that away from me. That picture with him holding the five, smoking the cigar with the goat, Peyton Manning, you can't take that away. You will never, ever, ever take that memory, that dream, that life-changing event for Norm away from me. And Jalen Hyatt will be a vol for life in my mind. Just because he's going to the NFL draft and just because we're upset that, heaven forbid, our football team is good enough to have kids opting out and going to the NFL, why should we be upset about that? It should be praised. All of these programs have kids that are good enough to go. Just because over the last decade we have fucked the biggest that they are out there as UT fans and we've not had kids good enough to make it into the NFL draft, just because Jalen Hunt and whoever else has decided to opt out, I know there's a handful, and I we're talking about Jalen and there's other kids, we should praise those kids. This is just like when you get a job 
and you go to your boss and say, hey, you know, listen, I've been offered this opportunity in the same company. They shouldn't get upset with you and pissed off because you're leaving. They should be one happy for you, discouraged a little that you're wanting to take an opportunity somewhere else, but they can't be mad. You're bettering yourself. You're bettering your opportunity. And that's what Jalen Hyatt's doing. He is bettering himself and his family moving on to the NFL. And I wish that kid nothing but the absolute best in the NFL. Because when you get there, you know what they call the NFL? Not for long. Unless you're a Peyton Manning, a Tom Brady, somebody in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes maybe, or Josh Allen, or whatever that kid's name is at Buffalo, you are not there very long. You, you've got a short window to make your money, to make your mark up there, and then get out of the NFL without getting serious injury. And I'm not going to fault the kid for that. Am I bummed out that, yes, he's – I think it's 31 yards away. at Clyde, I think you said points, but I know you meant yards. You're, you're frustrated. I'm, I'm there with you. I stumble over my words too. But listen, he's 31 yards away. Do I secretly wish he would have come to play the bowl game? Yes. Do I wish he would have caught one, like, 45-yard touchdown pass to set the record? Of course. But do you know what? He set the single-season touchdown record. What if he goes out there, gets hurt doing that, then he's done for? And you know what? With this offense that we've got now with Josh Hopple, what if he sets the record and next year Squirrel Watt or Ramel Keaton comes back and breaks it? I mean, it, it is what it is. Records are meant to be broken, and, and he just didn't want to do that. He, he's bettering himself and his family. I've said that several times. So I'm I, While frustrated, while the fan in me wishes he would come back and give his all for Tennessee, he's already done that. He's, he's done that all season long, aside from the South Carolina game, which I think is the only game the man didn't have a touchdown catch. He, he, he balled out. He played fantastic, and that's all you can ask for as a volunteer fan. And if you are mad and pissed off like Claude, I don't. You're looking at the. You're looking at this completely bass backwards. You're just ass hat at this point in time. Just just think about it differently. That we are finally good enough to where we're putting kids that are going to get high draft picks in the NFL, and we should be happy and not sad about that. That's how I feel. Clyde, but again, Clyde, call back anytime. And if you hate my response to you, that's fine. I'm going to play it. You're, you know, I'll, I'll play whoever's voicemail that comes on here. But that's that's Norm's thoughts, and really, I think that's how I'm going to end the podcast today. I feel like these kids should be praised, just as in baseball. You know, the baseball team lost a plethora. I mean, everybody that was everybody on the baseball team is gone. I think they've got eight of nine position players returning as new guys starting, not new guys starting, but new, you know, non-starters from last year. That's first base, second base, third base, fourth base, fourth base. (laughs) But I said baseball is my favorite. Third base, shortstop. Let's get them right there. It's first, second, shortstop, third base, left field, right field, center field, catcher, pitcher. There we go. We named them. But anyway, it's going to be different. It's different times on Tennessee. We are rolling uh, I, I called 2022 the year of the Vols. That started off with the basketball team winning the SEC tournament last year that carried on to the baseball team setting the absolute world on fire. We had people talking about college baseball all on the planet from every form of social media. You could not go somewhere without seeing Drew Gilbert or Jordan Beck or Chase Dolander or Chase Burns or uh, Drew Beam or whoever it was setting the world on fire. Let's not forget Volley Fingers, who I've modeled my mustache off of Kirby Connell doing great things so the the football team carried on with that and I expect that 2023 will do nothing but the same as the Vols will set the world on fire and continue to do so 
All that being said, let's do some podcast housekeeping notes real quick. Uh, I will do a bowl preview. I probably will not do a podcast next week. That's the week of Christmas. I will do one later that week probably uh, since the bowl game is next. It's either Friday or Saturday. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'll do a bowl preview before that. So I'll probably do the bowl preview and then a pop culture one or maybe just a bowl preview depending on how the holiday season goes and if I get time to record between then or not. But I will do a bowl preview. Then we'll wrap up the bowl season as it was and then we'll We'll go from there. I'll do all that fun stuff. Podcast is still, it's it's declined a little, not going to lie. You know, when you don't do a podcast regularly, the subscribers dip off, but fantastic year. The podcast this year is, is the best year yet as far as Scruffy City Sports goes, and I couldn't do it without each and every one of you that tune in weekly or bi-weekly or however often I put out my podcast, and I couldn't thank you enough. For all those guests that we're working on getting, still working on getting Matthew Grimes from the Atlanta Braves. Um, he's been busy. I've been busy. It happens. Uh, still working on getting Noah from the VFL or Vol Films uh, on here as well. We've still been in touch. So there will be a couple of interviews down maybe you know several weeks, a month away from now. We'll continue to do that. Uh, and that's, that's really it. Short, sweet, little 30-minute podcast today, and I couldn't be happier. I will leave you with one show that I have talked about on here before. It's Chainsaw Man. And then you're like, Norm, shut up. Just stop giving me the anime stuff. Chainsaw Man is phenomenal. I don't know if you need some television to watch and you're like, what can I watch? There's only 12 episodes. We are on episode 10. There's two more weeks of that show. It is fantastic. It is about a kid that eats a monster that they call devils and he turns into a chainsaw. And then he goes and fights more monsters. It's glorious it's everything you want to see in a cartoon as a grown adult and i could not hope for more of that show in the future but that's it i'm going to wrap it up i've said how much i love you i've said all those great things i will do a i don't know if we'll do a year in review maybe some goals i think on my next podcast we'll talk about some goals for 2023 uh but that's it that's it i've tried to wrap it up was this the third or fourth time so that that clearly means it's time to go everyone have a safe and Merry, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, whatever you celebrate during the holiday seasons, I hope it's spectacular. I hope you made the naughty list. I hope you get everything you asked for. Norm, remember, Norm wears a size medium, volunteer club, new basketball polo is what I would like, or some Johnny Knoxville swag. Johnny like Knox swag, not Johnny Knoxville, the actor. JohnnyKnox.com great bootleg tees that's all i'll say about that have a safe and merry christmas for the third time in a row i love each and every one of you and we will see you next time